It's the Kim Munson Show, analyzing the most important stories. I find that it takes work to get your brain around these ideas, and it takes work to engage in these conversations. The latest in politics and world affairs. With what is happening down at the State House, I used to think it was above my pay grade to read this legislation, and it's not. Today's current opinions and ideas. I see big danger in as much as we will be giving unelected bureaucrats the power to make rules about what we inject into our bodies. Is it freedom or is it force? Let's have a conversation. Indeed, let's have a conversation and welcome to the Kim Munson Show. Thank you so much for joining us. You're each treasured, you're valued, you have purpose today, my friends. Strive for excellence, take care of your heart, your soul. Your mind and your body, we were made for this moment. And thank you to the team that um, that I work with. Um, gosh, uh, <clears throat> producer Steve, producer Luke, Zach, Echo, Charlie, and all the people here at Crawford Broadcasting. My friends, um, I breaks my heart to let you know that one of our team members passed on yesterday, and that is Keith. And uh, Keith handled all of the, the SoundCloud stuff for us. And um, <clears throat> I just was uh, reading the post from his wife that you had sent over, Steve, uh, from Facebook. And um, um, that kind of strength, uh, I, I, don't, I don't know how to say it. I don't understand it because I don't have that kind of strength to say things like that at a time like this. Yes. Awesome. And uh, so Keith was um, just a very valued member of this amazing team that I get to work with, and uh, he has passed on. And uh, as his wife said, she will see him again, my love. And uh, so it breaks my heart to, to, to share that with all of you. Uh, but, uh, again, I get to work with really great people. Uh, in studio with me is my friend and former president of Liberty Toastmasters North, and that is uh, Dave Walden and... Dave, uh, there's the saying that every day is a gift. That's why we call it the present. I always relish waking up in the morning and facing whatever's going on in the day, sometimes with uh, more zeal uh, <laughs> than others. But nonetheless, it's, uh, it's great to have the choice each morning to live my life as I wish. Right. And, uh, and um, rest in peace as, as uh, Keith Peterson has moved on, and I thank him for... Just the man that he is. I was talking with Zach about it, and uh, um, I mean, we did not know him socially. We knew him through all that we do at work, but a man of extremely high character, and my life is richer because Keith was in my life. Uh, Steve, your comments? Humor. Uh, We have comedy, which really today anymore doesn't have a whole lot of humor in it. Keith's sense of humor was just astronomical uh, he he would make comments that were outrageously funny but never crack a smile and uh I'm, that's one of the first things i got to know about him so uh i think of the trash that uh, passes for comedy or for humor today and then i compare it to a real sense of humor like keith had and there's no comparison yeah so uh, again i'm just super valued member of the team uh, continuing on, check out the website. That is KimMunson.com. That's uh, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Sign up for our weekly email newsletter. You'll get first look at our upcoming guests as well as our most recent essays. You can email me at Kim at KimMunson.com as well. And thank you to all of you who support us. We're an independent voice on an independent station searching for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, 
You should not have to force people to do it. Uh, the text line is 720-605-0647. And uh, yes, we heard that voice. That is Dave Walden. He is um, with Liberty Toastmasters North, and it is Liberty Toastmasters Day. And the president, uh, Bob, was not able to be here. So you're you're pinch hitting and you're in here to uh, to help me with this. Yes, I've been a member of Toastmasters now for over 10 years. And I like to think uh, what I was like as far as trying to speak uh, publicly or present myself publicly prior to joining Toastmasters. And the, and the comparison now is just mind-numbing to me. Uh, I am comfortable uh, in front of any audience, hostile or friendly, um, whether I'm displaying something I presume to know about <laughs> or I'm displaying my ignorance. <laughs> I'm quite comfortable doing it either way, and I owe that to uh, the opportunities that Toastmasters presented to me and uh, I learned from. I always learn, and I have shared with all of you before that I had crashed and burned and had lost my confidence regarding speaking. The first time I went to Liberty Toastmasters, and, and we're doing table topics. Typically, the, our fellow Toastmasters have the subject or that they can talk about, or they can do something different. We'll see what they, they say today. But uh, the first time, normally it's impromptu, which is great practice. It's... Uh, what two to one to two one to two minutes one to two minutes which is great practice for if you are going to go to uh, make public comments at a city council meeting a school board meeting because you normally only have maybe three minutes and so this is great practice to be able to get your thoughts together and and say something succinct within one to two minutes someone recently asked me well could you characterize what 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 you're like now because of toastmasters and i say well you know Whenever I'm in public, I'm often wrong, but never in doubt. <laughs> I, I love that. Well, and I said so Brad Beck was uh, on, on the show earlier this week. He's a co-founder of Liberty Toastmasters. And people say, oh, gosh, one to two minutes or three minutes, that's not that long. But I said, in a country song, you can accomplish a lot in three minutes. And so, yes, if you learn how to really speak, you can make a difference. And we really do need to be engaging in uh, our local government. Uh, I talked a bit about the Douglas County commissioners uh, giving out grants. This whole grant thing, government grants, <laughs> this is not the proper role of government. And I've got to get a list of who they doled money out to the other day. Uh, and I was in a back and forth with um, uh, one commissioner in particular, uh, and, and many had asked that he recuse himself, uh, which he did not. But they went ahead and voted two to one to dole out all of this grant money. And that is not the proper role of government. And um, <laughs> uh, uh, just uh, pretty interesting. So I was not able to go down to the meeting, but I was in a back and forth via text with, with them. And, uh, but my, a friend of mine did make comments. And, again, she had three minutes, but she, was, she said she was very nervous. But she did it. That's why I would really encourage people to just come to Liberty Toastmasters as guests and uh, we'd love to have them. you join as well. But uh, Liberty Toastmasters 
Denver meets the first and third Saturdays of each month down at the Independence Institute, and North meets the second and fourth Wednesdays of, or, excuse me, Saturdays of each month um, in Longmont. So we would welcome people. Yes, we uh, look forward to our meetings. You know, uh, I have even gotten to the point is occasionally I will go before uh, the local governing board, the city council, on an issue and, and give my particular perspective on it. And it has occurred to me that when I have done that, the likelihood I have changed any minds or opinions on those group of people sitting above me and before me is very small. So I have decided, and I owe this to Toastmasters because I'm confident to do it, I have decided the next time I go before city council to speak on an issue, I'm going to turn and face my fellow citizens and talk to them instead. (laughs) That's really who you're talking to. We need to make sure that we have clean, fair, honest, transparent elections, and then we need to go to work to change those people that are sitting on the dais like kings and queens. Uh, and um, It's no accident that they're sitting above us. No, it's, <laughs> it's not. It's not. When I was on city council, same thing. We sat on a dais, and people would come up like little minions to make their I, – I, I don't mean that they were – I need to change that. They are citizens, but the way they're treated was like they were minions and uh, kind of come up and stand behind the microphone. And, and then they, they are asked to say their name and their address. I think that that is another way to um, uh, put fear. It's intimidation. It's very intimidating. Yes, it is. So anyway, uh, Liberty Toastmasters will give you the confidence to, to go do that. <laughs> Steve, you look like you wanted to say something. Well, the kings and the queens, and don't forget the all-important, especially in the municipality that I live near, the all-important logo on the back wall. It's like we need to bow and worship that thing. (laughs) Uh, Yes. Uh, So, um, anyway. Every town and city now has their logo, which is, you know, that branding thing, and it's just so much nonsense. <laughs> and, uh, of course, they use government dollars to come up with uh, all these logos and signage and all that. Uh, so continuing, well, um, I will be getting that list for you. And this government grant thing is totally out of, out of whack because, <laughs> because taking government dollars and, and or excuse me, taking our dollars, taking taxpayer dollars, and then having PBIs, those politicians, bureaucrats, and interested parties, dole it out to people that do not have to compete in the free market uh, is uh, totally antithetical to government. So with that, though, let's get over here to our word of the day, and it is jujitsu. And I thought you would enjoy this immediate. Or, uh, so here, I, ha- I have so much going on in my brain. I'm going to slow down. Jujitsu. And um, it's a noun. It's a method developed in Japan of defending oneself without the use of weapons by using the strength and weight of an adversary to disable them. Number two, the use of an opponent's strengths or one's own weaknesses to accomplish one's goals. Three, uh, and, and, um, to turn a situation to one's advantage by exploiting one's own weaknesses or another's strengths as in social or political relationships. And uh, then they had some sentences about that. But I would say that we're seeing a real political jujitsu with this whole uh, um, 
hearing regarding uh, UFOs, I guess they're changing the name on that, while all this stuff is going down with, regarding the Biden crime family. And so I thought you would enjoy that word, jujitsu, Producer Steve. Well, so many of the words of the day here lately we've been applying, you know, seeing if we can stack them up against the current administration. But I'm not sure we can do it with this one because they have no strengths. <laughs> That's true. But there is still this jujitsu movement of uh, what they're doing. And well, it, it's time for break, but I, I need the vent. I, I am. Where do you register a complaint? Where do you register an objection? Who scheduled this UFO, and that's the old term. The new term is UAP for unidentified aerial phenomena. So, who scheduled that to run yesterday? At the same time, we're trying to get to bottom. You know, getting uh, Hunter Biden you know, uh, sentenced, I guess, or, or the charges brought up against him, and that fell apart in court yesterday, which was actually a good thing because she sent the judge sent them back, his lawyers back to try again, type of thing. So, uh, but I don't get why this should be allowed look at what they did they attempted to distract uh what was really going on with in the biden situation in the biden camp with this uap hearing they drug out a quote-unquote whistleblower which is a tool in my mind to make it equated with the other whistleblowers from the irs who were saying wait a minute you know there's a major problem here and with, with Biden, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And what else did they do? I mean, I, the, the devices that they employed, uh, you know, the, the fact that it coincided with Hunter Biden thing, uh, they brought out a whistleblower. Oh, and then, then they're just changing the terminology. UFO is out. UAP is in. Again, it captures people's attention and it takes them away from what's really going on. Right. And there's such a battle of language. Um, you know, we've had UFOs forever. So who wants to change the name? Uh, Dave, you want to weigh in on this? Well, probably I don't want to, but I feel it's necessary <laughs> to. Um, I'm a skeptic as well. I believe that if they in fact exist as they're being alleged to exist, they would be evidence, not just testimony but actual hard evidence for all to see and all to share. And there is none. And, of course, we're told there's none because it's being kept secret. Mm-hmm. Now, yes, I believe that the government keeps secrets. Okay? But to try and keep this one would, be, would reach an enormity they've not yet achieved because there would be someone that would be so profoundly affected by hard evidence that it would somehow uh, find its way to the light of day. And it hasn't in almost a century. Very interesting. You always... You always come up with something that makes a lot of sense, Dave Walden. And not always. Well, that's true. I better I better be careful on <laughs> me always. Often wrong, but never in doubt. <laughs> but uh, but very thought provoking. Maybe I should say that it's always thought provoking. And that vo- voice is Dave Walden. He is with Liberty Toastmasters North. We have these conversations because I have amazing sponsors, and one of them is Liberty Toastmasters. Uh, but another is uh, the Roger Mangan State Farm Insurance Team. And Roger knows that life can be challenging. And it's the Mangan's team's mission to maximize your financial security as you manage the risks of everyday life. Call Roger Mangan at 303-795-8855 for more information. That's 303-795-8855. And like a good neighbor, the Roger Mangan team is there. 
So I switched my insurance to the Roger Mangan State Farm Insurance Agency. Get this. I actually talked to Roger Mangan, who has been helping people with their insurance coverage in our community for 47 years. He helped me create a State Farm personalized price insurance plan for my home and auto and explained affordable options. For personalized service and peace of mind that you are working with a team that cares about you and your family, call Roger Mangan now at 303-795-8855. Kim highly recommends the Roger Mangan State Farm Insurance Team. Again, that number is 303-795-8855. Stay up to date on issues in public health and science by signing up and reading Dr. James Lyons-Weiler's latest articles at Popular Rationalism on Substack. Find more information about popular rationalism at KimMunson.com. It's Colorado. We want warm homes in the winter and cool, comfortable homes in the summer. Johnny Stubbs Services is the heating and air conditioning company to call to ensure that your heating and cooling systems run efficiently and last for years. Johnny Stubbs Services' team of experts provide proper guidance to help you make informed decisions about your heating and cooling needs. Kim Munson highly recommends Johnny Stubbs Services. Schedule your air conditioning check before summer arrives at johnnystubbservices.com and receive a great gift. That's johnnystubbservices.com. Welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. I'm Kim Munson. Be sure and check out our website. That is Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N dot com. Sign up for a weekly email newsletter, and you can email me at Kim at Kim dot com as well. Thank you to all of you who support us. We're an independent voice, and we search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you should not have to force people to do it. Another great sponsor of both the shows is Hooters Restaurants. They have five locations, Loveland, Aurora, Lone Tree, Westminster, and Colorado Springs. They they have uh, great lunch specials, love their fish and chips, and also happy hour specials. Uh, how they became sponsors, how I got to know them, it's a very important story about PBIs and freedom and capitalism and uh, people able to pursuing their happiness. And uh, so they've been great sponsors of the show for quite some time. And um, w- let's see, next thing that we're going to do, oh, I re- uh, wanted to d- mention America's Veterans Stories, which will be this Sunday, 3 to 4 p.m., is an interview, a book review that I did with Colonel Bill Rutledge, retired United States Air Force, about Pappy Gunn. And the book is Indestructible by John Brenning. Another thing to mention is I'm going to be out at 88 Drive-In Theater on Saturday evening with Susan Kochevar. Uh, she has two movies that um, will be um, shown. The first is Barbie, which uh, I guess I just do need to sit through this just to hear what is what it's all about. And the other is this uh, Sound of Freedom. And uh, so I will be out there. Anybody that joins us out there and mentions the Kim Munson Show will get free popcorn. So that should be great. And the other thing I had um, I had intended to, to do this all week, but uh, while they're having the whole UFO thing going on, there is also, I think, a hearing uh, going uh, on. Uh, it's UAP. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm not playing their game, Steve. Not playing it. Uh, but AM radio, we have had Lauren Fix on, and there is um, this movement to get uh, car manufacturers to not include AM radio in new cars. And one has to ask why. Um, and, <laughs> and Lauren and I have talked about that uh, quite often. 
But uh, you can actually go to the KLZ website, and as it's going through the different shows and advertisers, there is actually a link where you can make your voice heard. And uh, I did sign up. I've signed up a couple of times, but it will send a... Uh, a note to your congressman to save AM radio. And so that would be really great if you would do that. And again, you can go find that at the KLZ website. Um, Let's get over here to our quote of the day. And this is from Francis S. Frank Curry. And as I, I mentioned on a regular basis, I'm taking these quotes from the Medal of Honor quote book that has been published by the Center for American Values. And the Center for American Values is located in Pueblo, Colorado. And uh, they do a couple of things. They have the Portraits of Valor, which, which honor our Medal of Honor recipients, which is the highest military honor that can be awarded to uh, someone in the military. But they also are working on these uh, great uh, programs for educators to um, uh, online uh, homeschool as well as public school to to con- to teach our kids about honor, integrity, and patriotism. You can get more information by going to AmericanValueCenter.org. That's AmericanValueCenter.org. And um, so the quote uh, comes from Francis S. Frank Curry, United States Army Medal of Honor recipient. And uh, he was um, an automatic rifleman with a third platoon defending a strong point near Malmedy, Belgium, on 21 December 1944, when the enemy launched a powerful attack. Overrunning tank destroyers and anti-tank guns located near the strong point, German tanks advanced to the third platoon's position and, after prolonged fighting, forced the withdrawal of this group to a nearby factory. Sergeant Curry found a bazooka in the building and crossed the street to secure rockets, meanwhile enduring intense fire from enemy tanks and hostile infantrymen who had taken up a position at a house a short distance away. In the face of small arms machine gun and artillery fire, he, with a companion, knocked out a tank with one shot. Moving to another position, he observed three Germans in the doorway of an enemy-held house. He killed or wounded all three with his automatic rifle. He emerged from cover and advanced alone to within 50 yards of the house, intent on wrecking it with rockets. Covered by friendly fire, he stood erect and fired a shot which knocked down half of one wall. While in this forward position, he observed five Americans who had been pinned down for hours by fire from the house and three tanks. Realizing that they could not escape until the enemy tank and infantry guns had been silenced, Sergeant Curry crossed the street to a vehicle where he procured an armful of anti-tank grenades. These he launched while under heavy fire, enemy fire, driving tankmen from the vehicles into the house. He then climbed onto a half-track in full view of the Germans and fired a machine gun at the house. Once again changing his position, he manned another machine gun whose crew had been killed. Under covering fire, the five soldiers were able to retire to safety. Deprived of tanks and with heavy infantry casualties, the enemy was forced to withdraw. Through his extensive knowledge of weapons and by his heroic and repeated braving of murderous heavy fire, Sergeant Curry was greatly responsible for inflicting heavy losses in men and material on the enemy and for rescuing five comrades, two of whom were wounded, and for stemming an attack which threatened them. And this is his quote. He said this. He said, there are two kinds of people in this world, those who get things done and those that take the credit for getting things done. Belong to the first group. There's much less competition. <laughs> wow. What, what a story. Great story. Great what? story. Hoo-wah. Yeah. And you're a veteran. 
Dave Walden, and I, I thank my vet. I thank all our veterans for my freedom. I enlisted at 17 in the Air Force, and actually they sent me to Lowry for a year of school. Yeah, back that was back in '62 when Lowry was a thriving Air Force base. Yeah, I spent four years in. I never was in combat. I worked on aircraft, uh, B-52s, 47s, RB-66s, and uh, we. We participated in the Cuban crisis uh, and uh, the bombing of North Vietnam and Cambodia with B-52. So uh, that was my brief four-year story, but I never uh, approached anything like the sergeant. You know, as I'm reading this, and Steve, I want to get your comment on this as well, is the fact that during that time, and, and I hadn't really thought about it until really in the citation. The fact that he was proficient under fire with all these different weapons is pretty amazing. Steve, your thoughts? I'm trying to, again, every time you read these, my imagination kicks in gear. And so I'm picturing what it is I'm hearing. Here's one guy, and I'm, I'm trying to envision how many enemy combatants is he engaging, whether they're in the tanks or they're in the house or whatever. And it almost sounds like there was like 24 to 30 other enemy, again, combatants there that he is engaging. It's like one guy. Can you make a difference? Oh, my gosh, yes. You just nailed it right there. One person taking action when the situation presents itself can make a difference. We are in a time now where we are need to be doing a, a jiu-jitsu here with, within this battle of ideas, Dave Walden. Well, this quote reminds me of uh, one of the points I learned from the philosophy I believe in. Uh, that's Ayn Rand's ideas and ideals. She makes the point that there are those who try to control nature and her secrets and her benefits and liabilities. And then there are those who try and control those who control nature and her things, uh, her assets and liabilities. And this is the same kind of thing. There are people who do, and there are people who just want to take the credit for doing them. And both, my, in my case, my idea, or Rand's idea of what she calls the second-hander, the one who wants to control the people who control reality, um, they're both second-handers, and they're trying to live their life by the achievements of others. And, and that sergeant, boy, aptly nailed it with this quote about doing versus taking the credit for doing, because mm -hmm. the world is full of the latter and uh, relatively few of the former. But the, as we can see, someone, one person of the former can make a big difference. And I think that there are those that are trying to make people think, I, I can't do anything. Uh, but choose one thing. And we each have a civic duty to choose one thing and be active in it. I know, Dave, that you had been on the show and we had had someone that had called in regarding a city council meeting where uh, the, the issue at hand was regarding firearms, Second Amendment. And I think, I don't can't remember if it was restriction of age or what it was exactly, but the founders were pretty, pretty sure that everyday people should have the right to keep and bear firearms so that they can pre protect themselves against the bad guys. The, the issue is not the firearm. 
the issue is self-defense. Exactly. And that's what you have a right to. If you do not have that right, you don't have any rights. And the firearm, um, between, say, a 110-pound woman and a 200-pound man, if he's trying to attack her, a firearm is a great equalizer. And uh, so this, uh, this right to self-defense, I like that. That is what the Second Amendment is, is the right to self-defense. And, uh, again, the show comes to you because of a lot, a lot of great sponsors, and one of those is Karen Levine. Award-winning realtor Karen Levine with REMAX Alliance understands the importance of home ownership. Karen Levine works tirelessly at the local, county, state, and national levels to protect your private property rights. With nearly 30 years' experience as a Colorado realtor, Karen Levine will help you navigate the complicated metro real estate market, whether you're buying your home, selling your home, considering a new build, or exploring investment properties. Kim Munson highly recommends Karen Levine. Call Karen Levine at 303-877-7516. That's 303-877-7516 for answers to all your real estate needs. Pain can be exhausting and frustrating, and Kim was recently experiencing hip pain from life's wear and tear. Dr. Craig Stimson with Advantage Wellness Center was able to help. For over 35 years, Dr. Craig Stimson has been helping individuals and their entire families with non-surgical and drugless treatments to address sports injuries, back and neck pain, headaches, joint pain, and auto accident injuries. Call Dr. Craig at 303-691-1771 today for your appointment. Dr. Craig Stimson, he can help you too. That number is 303-691-1771. You'd like to get in touch with one of the sponsors of The Kim Munson Show, but you can't remember their phone contact or website information. Find a full list of advertising partners on Kim's website, KimMunson.com. That's Kim, M-O-N-S-O-N, dot com. Welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. Be sure and check out our website. That is Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N dot com. Sign up for our weekly email newsletter. And you can email me at Kim at Kim Munson dot com as well. Thank you to all of you who support us. We're an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you should not have to force people to do it. And did want to mention a, a great new sponsor of the show. And my friends, I know each and every one of these sponsors personally. And if you need their goods or services, I highly recommend them. And it's also a great way to support the show by giving them your business. But uh, a recent report notes that the number of children diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder is consistently and dramatically increasing. And this is absolutely heartbreaking. So if your child or grandchild or someone you know has been diagnosed with autism or ADHD following exposure to Tylenol or acetaminophen during pregnancy, call Boson Law at 303-999-9999. Boson Law is a Colorado-based law firm who's been fighting Big Pharma for over 20 years. Again, call now at 303-999-99 for a free, no-obligation review of your potential claim. You should be able to remember that number, and I should be able to pronounce it. Uh, In studio... With me is uh, Dave Walden. He is a member of Liberty Toastmasters North. And uh, today is Liberty Toastmasters Day. What is our subject that we've thrown out there for our, our fellow Toastmasters? Well, the subject today is the four tenets of citizenship. Self-restraint, self-reliance, self-assertion, and civic knowledge. 
And so to discuss those things, we have several guests from both Liberty Toastmasters Denver and Liberty Toastmasters North. And first is first up is uh, Rick Rome, a fellow Toastmaster of your group, Kim. So, Rick, good morning. How are you? I'm doing very well, Dave. And, in fact, I'd like to touch on civic knowledge. A friend of mine recently reminded me that an uninformed boat is, a, is akin to crackhead hunter running around in his underwear waving a loaded gun. It's an abuse of a, of a right that we have that we really need to understand how our government works and what it's supposed to work. And I'm reminded a little bit of a story. A couple years ago, I was a Toastmaster for a meeting, and the theme of the meeting was the Northwest Ordinance. And I'm thinking to myself, hey, my family's got firearms in our heritage. I know all about ordinance. Five minutes of research, I had a, a very large eye-opening about what the Northwest Ordinance actually was. It was one of the earliest laws that were created by the first Congress of these great United States that did two things. It established a rule for boundary, the, the um, township section range system, where we were establishing property and having that ability to define it. But the other thing that it did is it set the stage for all of the expansion of the United States to be a free society. Well, we couldn't address slavery in the early parts because we needed coalition of the membership from the South. They did recognize that anything in the future and going forward, we will be a free people. We will be a free society. Those two aspects of civic knowledge are resonate with me today because of all the misinformation that's out there with the 1620 Project of slavery, slavery being the original sin. It, it's a sit, it's a kind of thing where we really needed to have that jujitsu of ideas, that understanding <laughs> with each other, and a free expression of, of thoughts, where we can have an open debate. Right now, everybody's political pundits. You can see the visceral reaction if I walk down the street wearing a Trump shirt or walk down the street wearing a Biden shirt. People have polarized to such an extent that we can't have that kind of debate or discussion easily. But I know a place where we can and where we practice that, that skill set, and that's Toastmasters. The whole program is designed to develop those kinds of skills for clear expression of ideas, developing those skills that allow us to listen to each other as well as convey thoughts of our own. To that point, I would say be a good citizen. Go to Toastmasters International, hit find a club, and look for Liberty Toastmasters. Very good. Very good, Rick. Uh, you know, it's no accident that uh, knowledge of our government and how it works, uh, civic knowledge as it's called, uh, is in such such a state as it is based on what news, news reports report, what uh, our own experience is with the ignorance that people display about how our government works and how it was created and founded. So, yes, that's a key component. Rick, thank you very much for your elaboration on that. Our next and he used the word of the day. And he did. He did. Congratulations. It. So, I tell you, I'm uh, intellectually jujitsued by him. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, well, well uh, our next guest is Greg Morrissey. Greg, uh, good morning, my good friend. Greg is our sergeant at arms usually at our Toastmasters meeting. So, Greg, go at it. Oh, thank you very much. Good morning, everyone. I see our four tenets of citizenship, self-reliance, self-restraint, self-assertion, and civic knowledge, and I want everyone to know you practice those, you have freedom. You have freedom in this country to be the best you can be. 
It's not given to you, you earn it. You get out there and especially with the civic knowledge nowadays is extremely important on our local governments to put us back on track where we should be. And to use the word of the day, you're gonna to have to use some jujitsu to get in there to understand that knowledge, those policies and how it works. But this comes from, I want everyone to know, like I've talked about several times before, know your constitution. And we have a very important event coming up very soon for the constitution up at Grand Lake. That place should be flooded. This is a fantastic opportunity here for everyone listening. Please keep this country where it was on their principles it was founded on. Those principles of citizenship, self-restraint, self-reliance, self-assertion, civic knowledge. It's freedom for you to be, stand on your own two feet and be the best you can be in your business, in your world, in your church, whoever you influence. And we are to be, based on those tenets, one nation under God. That's where we should all be. Greg, a couple of things, uh, and you have been consistently encouraging people to know our Constitution, and it's it's mind-boggling that we are not really teaching that. But I, I feel that there's a real hunger to come back and know our Constitution. But Grand Lakes U.S. Constitution Week is absolutely fabulous. And I'm going to be emceeing the main event again this year. And, of course, Constitution Day is September 17th. But they have a complete week of speakers, and they do amazing work there. So thank you for that um, that teaser regarding U.S. Constitution Week up in, in Grand Lake, Greg. You're welcome. Thank you very much. It's a yeah, Greg, you know, the, uh, the, the, the piece of civic knowledge that I always find not one in a thousand understands is that our country was founded not on creating a great, wonderful society or a group of, of people that are, that are uh, representative of the most opportunity and so forth. It was founded on the principle of protecting the rights of the individual. And we have drifted so far from that, not one in a thousand understands it. So uh, with that, having said that aspect of civic knowledge of the four points we're discussing, Terry, what are your thoughts about it? That's Terry Goon. <laughs> Good morning, Dave. Um, I was, I, I, well, I thought we were focused on self-assertion today, which is, so that's what I was thinking about. And, and Speaking of self-assertion, I just want to mention how important it is because we do not live in a democracy. You hear that all the time, a democracy, but we don't. We live in a representative government, but our representatives can't represent us if they don't know what our interests are. And so our self-assertion has to be about that. We have to tell our representatives what it is we want, that we want to keep our own stuff. We don't want them to take their money and do what they want. We want ourselves to keep. I mean, we've got our own priorities, and and those aren't necessarily what representatives have. So by, by giving away other people's money, representatives tend to get votes. Basically, they're buying votes from people who aren't paying attention to civic knowledge, and eventually we find that we are no longer represented. So you can look at Proposition HH. That's my. That's the big thing this year, right? It's Proposition HH. It's gonna. It's a massively complex bill, which 
here in Colorado, we've already stated that we just want one issue bill so that we can understand them, and yet our legislature, our legislation is, is proposing this HH. It's going to start by stating, you know, to lower your property tax, da 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 da, da and we'll take away Tabor. Well, the bigger problem is not the increase in our property values; it's the increase in the number of taxes we keep voting ourselves for new things. And these do add up. So, you know, especially in Boulder County, there isn't a new tax that we don't always vote for. And yet everyone's upset about these, this, um, you know, our property taxes going up. Well, stop voting for higher taxes. Yes, the value of your house has gone up as well. So we have to have civic knowledge. We have to be self-assertive. We have to know what's going on. And we have to tell our representatives because they can only, their, their job is to represent our interests. Hey, Terry, I've got to want to just toss this out to you because you're right, but I think that what we need to understand, and I think, I can't remember, yeah, the quote for the end of the show is a Ben Franklin quote. It says, when people find that they can vote themselves money, they will, that will herald the end of the republic. And when I was on city council, uh, a young person said, you are supposed to do what the people of Lone Tree want you to do. And I said, yes, except it has to be within the context of the proper role of government, and it cannot be antithetical to the vision of the Declaration and the Constitution. So if people come and whatever it is, say we don't, for example, we don't want this restaurant here, uh, that's antithetical to the pursuit of happiness. And so even though the citizen might say that, the right of the individual to pursue their happiness overrides that. What do you think? Well, you know, I guess if at a city council level, I think that's different than at a federal level, right? City councils do, I, I, there is a proper role there to get the city, um, you know, you're right. You're right. <laughs> there is a proper role of government, and it is, it is to stay out of the way of the people. And, you know, the people, because by, by, limiting where a business would go, then you're also limiting other people's rights. So, yeah, no, it, it's, they just need to stay out of the way. You, you touched on it really early in your commentary when you pointed out that we live in a constitutional republic, not a democracy. Yes, we have democratic institutions that we use to govern that uh, constitutional republic, but the bottom line is is that the mob can't do whatever the mob wants to do just because they have 51% approval. Anyway. Exactly. Anyway, thank you, Terry. Very good. Uh, yeah. Okay. Terry, it's great stuff. And my friends, this is, I mean, we really kick the tires on these ideas. We don't always agree on things. And that's one of the great things about these discussions, this narrative. So Terry Goond, I always love it when she calls in as well. And uh, the show comes to you because a lot of great sponsors, and one of those is Lauren Levy. Knowledge is power. A reverse mortgage can be an important financial tool for individuals 62 and older. It is essential to understand the process so that all your questions are answered. With nearly 20 years in the mortgage industry, Lauren Levy with Polygon Financial Group has the experience to answer your questions. Lauren understands that each financial transaction is personal. If you'd like to explore your options on a reverse mortgage, remodel your home, buy a rental property, or move, call Lauren Levy. 
Savvy at 303-880-8881. Kim Munson highly recommends Lauren Levy for all your mortgage needs. Call Lauren at 303-880-8881. All of Kim's sponsors are an inclusive partnership with Kim and are not affiliated with or in partnership with KLZ or Crawford Broadcasting. If you would like to support the work of the Kim Munson Show and grow your business, contact Kim at her website, KimMunson.com. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Franktown Firearms staff and customers alike are concerned with your safety and ability to shoot well. And that comes from a sense of community that they foster at their shop. The staff doesn't work on commission from sales, so there won't be any pressure to buy what you don't need. They host events like Ladies' Night every first Friday and Tactical Fun Night every third Friday because they value their community and they understand that selling the most expensive product doesn't help you learn to shoot. Your money goes further at Franktown because they'd rather you be self-sufficient with what you already own and be proficient in using it. If you're looking for a range and shop that can take you to the next level in your self-defense training, learn how to shoot in realistic scenarios from instructors who have been there, done that, then look no further than Franktown Firearms. Go to klzradio.com slash franktown. Franktown Firearms, where friends are made. And welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. Be sure and check out our website. That is Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Sign up for our weekly email newsletter. You can email me at Kim at Kim Munson.com as well. Thank you to all of you who support us. We're an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you should not have to force people to do it. And thank you to all of you. Congratulations to the USMC Memorial Foundation. Uh, There had been some damage to the electrical system out there uh, and they needed to fix that so that the flags could fly 24-7 and uh, raise the money to do that. So thank you. And uh, also a great thing to do to honor our military is to make a contribution for the remodel of the USMC Memorial uh, out at 6th and Colfax. And I'm going to be out there tomorrow. One of the uh, Milton Goldstein, who we uh, interviewed for America's Veterans Stories, is going to be in town and uh, going to meet him and his wife out there at the uh, Marine Memorial tomorrow afternoon. Uh, he's a Marine, and he wanted to see it. And he's, he's he purchased a brick for his uh, military service. And that's another great thing that you can do is to purchase a brick that will be on one of the walkways to honor your military service or your loved one's military service. In studio with me, oh, I better give that website. It's usmcmemorialfoundation.org. Uh, that is usmcmemorialfoundation.org. In studio with me is Dave Walden, a fellow Toastmaster. He is a member of Liberty North. And uh, what's our subject that we've thrown out there for our Well, the four tenets of citizenship, self-restraint, reliance, assertion, and civic knowledge. And our next guest is my friend and fellow Liberty Toastmaster North member, Marshall Dawson. Good morning, Marshall. Hey, good morning, Dave. I've I've been called worse than friends, so I'll take that. That's great. (laughs) Hey, Dave, I, I I want us to think back when we were teenagers. And what was the one thing that was that was front and center in our in our mind when we were fifteen and sixteen? It was working to getting our driver's license. It was working toward getting our own car. Because at that point, so long as we weren't grounded, so long as we had some gas money, once we got in that car we could go wherever we wanted. We could and when we wanted. And for many of us that actually became part of our identity, right? We would personalize our car. We would spend hours washing some crappy hand-me-down car or whatever the best piece of junk was that we could afford. 
But that was probably one of the first opportunities to be self-assertive as we entered adulthood. And personal transportation, you know, it's, it's literally allowed previous generations to dream big, to plot a course for better life for their family, or, or simply to be adventurous. I'm going to suggest it's also vital to human flourishing, uh, where we all get and we all deserve self-determination. It gives us flexibility to live where we want to live, take a job in a location where we want. But the dirty little secret is, you know, these PBIs that Kim talks about, it's what they've done and what they continue planning to do to squelch the, the freedom that personal transportation gives us. Up here in Longmont, there are people who will worship at the promise of government. Almost 20 years ago, we voted for a tax for a rail line, uh, for a light rail line. We've paid in over $500 million now on that promise, and it was supposed to have been complete six years ago. Now they're talking that it's going to be 2042. Probably not even in my lifetime. There's a looming electricity scarcity coming up, so you might not be able to charge your Tesla. Uh, but even worse, these, his, these histories of policies are especially harmful to the poor. If you look back to the cash for clunkers, these destroyed many of the cars oh, that right. low-income people depend on and, and took them out of the marketplace. If you look at the electrification and Colorado's pegging our standards to California, that prices many owners out of cars. And it also puts people at the mercy of those city planners up on the dais, Kim, like you were talking about, to put a bus stop near their house or where they want to go to work or even near the grocery or the doctor that they want to go to. It's taking control out of the hands of the people. Even cities, there are some cities that ban the technology which enable ride sharing. So we need to really be careful of this. And also beware of the jujitsu that the World Economic Forum and even these, these radicals like UK fires are talking about. They're talking about absolute zero. If they can pull that off, it will be a really dark future and you can infer that there's a pun there. But we should be looking at policies that protect citizens' ability to make their own choices. But many of these underprivileged are too busy to really speak up on their own. They're, they're too busy trying to keep their family safe uh, to, to run for office and, and be self-assertive on their own. So I'm going to suggest that we need to stand up and be their voice for them and advocate for or not, we will be self-assertive for their freedom and their choices. Boy, that is, there's so much in that to unpack. Marshall, you have nailed it. Freedom of mobility, though, that is one of the things that's under assault, and you're seeing different ways, uh, 15-minute cities and just all these different ways. But Marshall Dawson, thank you so much. Yes, Marshall, thank you. You touched on a number of things, and one of my hot buttons is the whole EV movement. I'm if you yeah. think I'm skeptical about uh, UFOs or whatever the new term is, Steve, but, <laughs> uh, boy, my skepticism on EVs is, like, exponentially higher. We'll have to do another show on that then, Dave yeah. Walden. Yeah. Okay. Well, our next guest uh, is Christy Whaley from your chapter, Kim. So, Christy, good morning. Good morning to you both. I liked what Marsha just said. I like the term self-determination, I guess a little bit more than self-assertion, but I think it's self-assertion or self-determination is probably the most important of the four tenets. For example, if you know civic knowledge, but you're with a group of people 
and somebody is promoting a certain bill, and you know that that's unconstitutional. If you just sit there and you don't assert yourself and say that it's unconstitutional, no one else might know that. They might look at you quizzically. Well, what does that mean? It's unconstitutional. And then you could say, like you say all the time, Kim, is that the proper role of government? And maybe that's all you say, but you've said it and you've asserted yourself. And I think each time we don't assert ourselves, either by word or by deed, we end up diminishing ourselves and we diminish others as well. And I've been watching some videos by Dr. Matthias Desnet, who's written a book called The Psychology of Totalitarianism. And he talks about how it's our ethical duty to speak up. And for, for example, he talks about mass formation and how people have been basically hypnotized because of all the propaganda that's out there. And maybe you have the opportunity sometime to inject something that goes against that worldview. It might not convince them, but it's taken them, it's almost like snapping your fingers in front of their faces and snapping them out of it, maybe for just a moment. But if enough people start snapping their fingers at the person hypnotized, they might finally wake up. And one of the things he says, which is helpful for me, if you're hesitant about speaking up, don't think you're speaking up because you have to convince them. Just speak up because you're speaking the truth as you know it. And you need to do that. For instance, also with deed, in the beginning when people were being forced to wear masks, I didn't do it. And it was uncomfortable. There's no question it was uncomfortable. But, you know, I'd be the only one in the airport, the only one at the grocery store. So therefore, I didn't go grocery shopping very much. <laughs> it was a good diet. But, um, and, and to, oh, it seems like I have a lot to say about this. But, and Kim, I would humbly suggest that you have on, I'd like to hear their self-assertion. I'd like you to have Ken Buck and Doug Lamborn come on your show and tell us, assert why they voted against Marjorie Taylor Greene's bill that would reinstate pilots that were fired that didn't get the, the COVID jab. So, just a thought. Okay. Oh, and I, didn't, I didn't use the word jujitsu. I, I love the word bamboozle because I think people <laughs> have been, been bamboozled. I, I, we, have to, we have to get them out of their bamboozlement. Is that the I, I think that's a new word, bamboozlement. <laughs> Chris, and Christy Whaley, um, you uh, will send me texts if I have uh, mispronounced something or didn't get something correct, and I love that. And that's one of the things on Liberty Toastmasters is holding us accountable. So, Christy Whaley, thank you. Dave Walden, we're just about out of time. We are, we are. Well, in wrapping up, you know, when I look at those four tenets, civic knowledge, self-restraint, reliance, and assertion. The common denominator of all of them is self-responsibility. And if you want to know where the idea of individual rights comes from, it's the fact that we are responsible for our own life. And we need the right to live it as we so choose in order to fulfill that responsibility. So when I look at those four tenets of good citizenship and we discuss civic knowledge, which I pointed out was uh, individual rights upon which our country was founded is essential, knowledge of that, um, the self-restraint, reliance, and assertion 
involve the self because we are intended to be responsible for it. I'm not religious, but Christian Judeo-Christian theology teaches moral agency, responsibility. And that is where the concept of rights comes from. If you are not responsible for your life, you certainly can't have the right to live it. Anyway, I enjoyed it. Thank you very much. Um, it's been a hoot, and I hope to do it again sometime, even though I'm no longer president. <laughs> well, you stepped in because uh, Liberty Toastmasters North president uh, was not able to, and, and we uh, Liberty Toastmasters is on uh, once a month, and uh, the, one of the privileges of being president is you can co-host the show, and I know that there's a lot of people that, that really like like it when they were president and may reconsider being president again uh, because of that. Dave Walden, it's great to have you here. And again, Liberty Toastmasters, my friends, it is the best deal in town. And it will help you get your brain around these issues. It will help you get your brain around uh, being able to communicate them with others, just as Christy was talking about, is uh, know the Constitution, know know these things. And then if you would happen to say that's unconstitutional and you know your constitution then you can say it's unconstitutional because and that's even more powerful to be able to do that so again dave walden it's great to have you here our quote for the end of the show is benjamin franklin and he said when people find that they can vote themselves money that will herald the end of the republic so my friends today be grateful read great books think good thoughts listen to beautiful music communicate and listen well of honestly and authentically strive for high ideals and like superman stand for truth justice and the american way my friends you are not alone god bless you god bless america stay tuned for hour number two They are not necessarily the views and opinions of Crawford Broadcasting or KLZ Management, employees, associates, or advertisers. KLZ 560 is a Crawford Broadcasting God and Country station. It's the Kim Munson Show, analyzing the most important stories. I find that it takes work to get your brain around these ideas, and it takes work to engage in these conversations. The latest in politics and world affairs. With what is happening down at the State House, I used to think it was above my pay grade to read this legislation, and it's not. Today's current opinions and ideas. I see big danger inasmuch as we will be giving unelected bureaucrats the power to make rules about what we inject into our bodies. Is it freedom or is it force? Let's have a conversation. Indeed, let's have a conversation and welcome to our number two of the Kim Munson Show. Thank you so much for joining us. You're each treasured, you're valued, you have purpose today. Strive for excellence. Take care of your heart, your soul, your mind, and your body. My friends, we were made for this moment. And thank you to the team that I work with. That's producer Steve, producer Luke, Zach, Echo, Charlie, and all the people here at Crawford Broadcasting. Uh, my friends, it breaks my heart to uh, let you know that... Um, Valued team member Keith Peterson passed on uh, yesterday, and um, 
young guy and uh, leaves a lot of people that love him behind. Uh, I shouldn't say behind. They'll meet again. Uh, and the, the um, post of his wife is absolutely beautiful that, yes, they will meet again. And so Keith Peterson has passed on. And um, we will miss him, Steve. We will miss him. Yeah, in, in our circle, uh, what we do here, he would uh, take our audio that we put out each day and <clears throat> kind of scrub it, groom it, and get it ready for uh, other usage, uh, say SoundCloud or uh, sending it over to Zach to, uh, you know. The podcast. Yeah, the podcast and all that kind of stuff. So I think of how I got to know him, and the most striking thing that just reached out and grabbed me was a, an incredible sense of humor, which is in a way, it's kind of rare. Yes, we have lots of comedy around us, or it's the guise of comedy, not much humor. And uh, you know, Keith had a, uh, a very authentic sense of humor. It was great. So we will miss him, and a very valued member of the team, and we will miss him. Check out our website. That is Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Sign up for our weekly email newsletter, and you can email me at Kim at KimMunson.com as well. Thank you to all of you who support us. We are an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you should not have to force people to do it. And uh, wanted to mention the Institute for Pure and Applied Knowledge, or IPAC-EDU.org. This is Dr. James Lyons-Weiler's educational uh, program that he has put together to um, bring together great instructors and those that are intellectually curious on a wide range of subjects. And you can find those at ipac-edu.org. And uh, knowledge is power. We, we talk about that on a regular basis, getting your brain around these issues. And currently, uh, Susan Kochevar was in earlier this week, and she's taking two of his courses right now. And uh, uh, the fall semester is right around the corner. So be sure and check all that out. And the courses are so reasonable. It could be for 15 weeks. It might be $180. And he's been giving discounts for Kim Munson Show listeners. Uh, So be sure and check out IPAC-EDU. And then also you can find uh, Dr. Jack's commentaries at uh, Popular Rationalism on Substack. So be sure and check that out. Uh, Several things to mention. I will be out at uh, 88 Drive-In Theater on Saturday night. And uh, The Sound of Freedom is the second of the two movies that will be uh, shown. Uh, Barbie is the first one. Uh, But if you come out, I'd love to see you. And if you mention The Kim Munson Show... Uh, you will get some free popcorn, which that is a pretty cool. I love popcorn, one of my favorite snacks. A uh, couple of other things uh, to mention. I, I guess uh, the first thing is is this assault about um, trying to get AM radio out of uh, new cars. And there's all kinds of reasons why. Lauren Fix and I have talked about it. Lauren Fix is the car coach. But uh, we need to take action to let our uh, representatives know that we want AM radio in all these new cars. And if you go to the KLZ website, there's the banner ad that goes through with a variety of things. But there will be something that will come up with the link of where you can just put in your, your name and your information and a something will be sent to your congressman. And I would recommend that people do that. Steve, it's super important. Can we take the time to give a little history on this? Sure. All right. There was a time when AM radio was all there was. And then in the, I guess the 40s, uh, through research, uh, we eventually evolved FM radio. And FM was uh, much more a higher level of fidelity. And 
the industry just, you know, not only did it bring in FM radio into commercial usage, but it said, hey, because of its fidelity, it's best for music. So the industry basically migrated to uh, music formats, went to FM radio. They gave up uh, the AM uh, portion of the band more for talk radio. So that brings us to today where talk radio thrives is on AM, the AM band. And, you know, there just seem to be some nefarious people out there who say, maybe we don't need so much talk radio. That, and uh, I think that that is what uh, is really behind that. And so, in a way, it would be some um, soft censorship, if you will. And we need to stand against soft censorship or any kind of censorship. And so, again, make your voice heard regarding protecting AM radio. The word of the day is jujitsu. And first hour, my Liberty Toastmasters friends, I think almost all of them used it. Oh, my gosh. I, every time it popped up, I, I, <laughs> we'd look over the, the console here at the glass and make eye contact. So these guys are incredible. Yes, they are. They are just awesome. So jujitsu. It's a method developed in Japan of defending oneself without the use of weapons by using the strength and weight of an adversary to disable him. Number two, the use of an opponent's strengths or one's own weaknesses to accomplish one's goals. Three was to turn uh, one's advantage uh, to one's advantage by exploiting one's own weaknesses or another's strengths, as in social political relationships. And the sentence that they had used there is: He definitely jujitsued the conversation to make my knowledge of the subject seem pretentious. Uh, but we see all kinds of jujitsu that's uh, occurring in the political arena right now there's the jujitsu of uh, the hearing on the ufos just as hunter biden is uh, entering a guilty plea on tax uh, federal tax crimes this is from cnn it says uh, wednesday wednesday's hearing for hunter biden was already poised to be a historic event as the son of a sitting u.s president appeared in court to plead guilty to federal tax crimes bringing a controversial investigation to a near close this is going to get really interesting isn't it steve i again i'm 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 angry that again we are being played the American public is being played. Yes, there are tons of people out there who have an incredible interest in UFOs. That's the old term. The new term is UAPs for unidentified aerial phenomena. And they put this on the same day. That is not an accident, people. It is not an accident. And so here the Biden administration in the what in the Inflation Reduction Act, which actually was the inflation increase. Um, Increasing Act. Yeah, causation Act. Yeah, causation, yes. Uh, uh, has 87,000 new IRS agents there. And it's not because they're going to answer the phone and give any better service if you call in, I don't think. But here you have you have the son uh, being uh, pleading guilty to federal tax crimes. So I guess what that means, let's, let's connect this dot, is the Biden family, Hunter Biden didn't want to pay exorbitant taxes and so he he did something different so what about us what about us uh, you know what this means is is there's too much we're paying too much in taxes he obviously thought so because he didn't pay all of them right steve <laughs> yes <laughs> okay. and yeah and, and that was the uh it, the other thing that got me yesterday regarding this uap or ufo thing is that they they drug out what they called a whistleblower 
and and they created this deal where it's like, well, let's let's pretend that the government is really at fault and trying to hide something. So we need a whistleblower to clear the air. Yes, and as you mentioned, there's a whistleblower over there on the IRS side as well. So yes, this is a, a I think a, a excellent example of um, this administration and those in power trying to do a jujitsu on the American public. Our quote of the day is from Frank S. Frank Curry, or Francis S. Frank Curry, United States Army Medal of Honor. Uh, Amazing story. And uh, we gave that citation in the first hour. If you missed it, you can hear it in the one to two hour uh, today when uh, it is rebroadcast. But he said this. He said, there are two kinds of people in this world, those who get things done and those that take the credit for getting things done. Belong to the first group. There is much less competition. And he is absolutely correct. A show comes to you uh, because of sponsors like the Roger Mangan State Farm Insurance Team. And Roger has been serving our community, uh, his customers, uh, for 47 years and taking care of his family for 47 years. And he's truly an entrepreneur. And uh, so for help with your insurance needs, call the Roger Mangan team at 303-795-8855. Like a good neighbor, the Roger Mangan team is there. So I switched my insurance to the Roger Mangan State Farm Insurance Agency. Get this. I actually talked to Roger Mangan, who has been helping people with their insurance coverage in our community for 47 years. He helped me create a State Farm personalized price insurance plan for my home and auto and explained affordable options. For personalized service and peace of mind that you are working with a team that cares about you and your family, call Roger Mangan now at 303-795-8855. Kim highly recommends the Roger Mangan State Farm Insurance Team. Again, that number is 303-795-8855. Stay up to date on issues in public health and science by signing up and reading Dr. James Lyons-Weiler's latest articles at Popular Rationalism on Substack. Find more information about popular rationalism at KimMunson.com. Award-winning realtor Karen Levine with REMAX Alliance understands the importance of home ownership. Karen Levine works tirelessly at the local, county, state, and national levels to protect your private property rights. With nearly 30 years' experience as a Colorado realtor, Karen Levine will help you navigate the complicated metro real estate market, whether you're buying your home, selling your home, considering a new build, or exploring investment properties. Kim Munson highly recommends Karen Levine. Call Karen Levine at 303-877-7516. That's 303-877-7516 for answers to all your real estate needs. You'd like to get in touch with one of the sponsors of The Kim Monson Show, but you can't remember their phone contact or website information. Find a full list of advertising partners on Kim's website, KimMunson.com. That's Kim, M-O-N-S-O-N, dot com. And welcome back to The Kim Munson Show. Be sure and check out our website. That is Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N, dot com. Sign up for a weekly email newsletter. You can email me at Kim at KimMunson.com as well. Thank you to all of you who support us. We're an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you should not have to force people to do it. Uh, on the line are uh, is Natalie Minton and Brandon Wark. And Natalie is uh, really a, a watchdog uh, for your pop uh, pocketbook. She's a former RTD uh, board director as well. But she really keeps an eye on... Uh, 
again, your pocketbook, she's a, a director at the Tabor Foundation as well, which is uh, Tabor is Colorado's Taxpayers' Bill of Rights. Natalie Minton, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. And Brandon Wark is the founder of Free State Colorado. And uh, Brandon Wark, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Happy to be here. Tell us a little bit about Free State Colorado, Brandon. Definitely. Well, I'm a longtime liberty activist. I actually worked at the state capitol for a short time, helped some of our local liberty leaders get elected over the years. And during the COVID lockdowns, I wanted to have a voice. You know, like so many people in our state, I knew something was wrong. I knew there was a problem, but I didn't know how to speak out. I didn't know how to be heard. So back then, I started freestatecolorado.com as a way to, to kind of express my feelings, to get ideas out there, and to create a hub for the local liberty community to kind of bring people together and, and you know, elevate the voices in our community. And that's what I've been doing over the last three years, interviewing state lawmakers, some of our other liberty leaders, and most recently, this property tax video series with Natalie Menton. And Natalie, tell us about this uh, Free State Colorado video series that you and Brandon are working on. Sure. We are focusing on the property tax issues, which have really come to life, put a lot of um, pressure on citizens for their how much how much are they going to be able to to afford to be able to stay in their property and the increase in property taxes and basically it boils down to empowering the citizens the property owners to be able to understand that they do have control over what is going on and provide information on the avenues that they can explore go down to be able to ensure that they're able to still stay in their property as we face systematic uh, spike in property tax property values. So again, these are so important. And many times people say property taxes, you can say it's not the sexiest subject out there, but yet it is the subject that is really getting people's attention. And so Natalie, with this increase uh, of our property assessments, our taxes, our property taxes will go up significantly as well. And people are paying attention to this, and all of a sudden property taxes has become a very sexy subject, if you will, because it is um, affecting people's pocketbooks. And I'm very concerned that we are going to get to a point where we are going to tax people out of their homes. So, Natalie, I'd like you to address the Gallagher Amendment, which was voted on a couple of years ago by the people of Colorado to repeal the Gallagher Amendment. And the Gallagher Amendment actually had guardrails around property tax increases, uh, particularly it, the way it worked out was over on the residential side. Uh, but now that that's gone, uh, people can be looking at higher taxes. So what, what should people know about the Gallagher Amendment? It did provide protections for residential property owners. Voters were swayed um, a couple years ago to eliminate the Gallagher Amendment out of the Constitution, and therefore that protection that the scale that was basically ensuring that proper residential values or the tax assessments didn't get out of whack and go up too fast was eliminated. And just going to the protections that are in place, it's important that I want to make sure we understand at the beginning that there's two other protections that still exist in some jurisdictions. So even though Gallagher is gone, there's still the Taxpayers' Bill of Rights, which will effectively limit 
property taxes. And it's important to show there's a difference between assessments and the taxes. So Tabor's there in some jurisdictions. We also have the annual levy law in Colorado. Again, some jurisdictions or taxpayers are protected by that. So with Gallagher gone, the explosion in the property values, that's where we're, we're all of a sudden seeing people just start to really kind of freak out with what are they going to be able to afford come January 2024. And that's part of the series that we've been going through is explaining those other protections and how to look those up and know that even though you've got the shocking value that came in uh, the notice evaluation, that doesn't necessarily mean your property taxes jump as dramatically. Depends on what protections you have in place. And so people need to, to be able to figure that out. And I do want to mention, uh, I was at an event recently where uh, Republicans said that, that it was Democrats that were behind getting rid of Gallagher. And that's true. But the other thing is, is there were Republican consultant operatives that also were behind getting um, Gallagher repealed, and uh, and they received money to do so. And one of those is uh, Josh Penry and, and several of his businesses, uh, or for sure EIS Solutions, and then also Dick Wadhams. Uh, he was paid for sure $13,500. This is all via uh, Colorado Tracer report to go out and stumped to get rid of Gallagher. Now, if, if these guys really uh, principally believe that it was important that uh, get rid of Gallagher so that people paid higher property taxes, well, then it's good to know that. But uh, I uh, I find that that's antithetical to uh, the principles of lower taxation so that uh, individuals can keep their property and go after their hopes and dreams. So I just wanted to make that point. Brandon Wark, um, one of the, the videos that you have done put together is how to look up your property taxes and the governments that get those taxes. And so one of the things we talk about decentralization is a really good idea. Except it's really difficult when we've decentralized our property taxes that we have so many different entities that we pay property taxes to. Uh, we need to understand that so that we can go to those entities and request a, a lowering of the mill levies. But it makes it difficult. So, Brandon, what's your thoughts on that? Oh, definitely, Kim. I mean, it, property taxes is a very complicated issue, but the reality is a lot more simpler than people think. And that's that lawmakers have been playing politics with your property. And it's very unfortunate how obtuse and obscure some of this property tax information is. So that's part of why we're doing this video series is to provide valuable information that people can use to effectively lower property taxes at their level, not relying on the state legislatures to do it because they're clearly not, don't have our best interests at heart. Uh, the reality is, you know, the mill levies are affected by county commissioners, city councilors, school district board directors, uh, everybody at these local levels, these thousands of local governments we have across the state. And people really need to understand the different levels of government that you can have influence over. You know, everybody's uh, attracted to influencing the election for the president, for the governor, for Senate, Congress. Yeah, those are very, uh, as you said earlier, sexy campaigns are very interesting to a lot of people. However, the real capability or the real possibility of lowering your taxes relies at that local level. You know, protecting Tabor at that local level of government, like Natalie was saying, restoring Tabor protections to the communities that have given up those rights, those local elections are where you can have the biggest impact and actually see lower property tax bills. 
So the mill levy, you know, unfortunately is an obscure term for many voters, but it does affect everyone who lives in Colorado. And uh, yes, and so I would highly recommend for people to get informed uh, to, and that's part of this whole civic knowledge that we were talking about with our Liberty Toastmasters in the first hour. And um, Natalie, these videos, how long are they? And I know there's a lot of great information, uh, and people really, I think, need to de- dedicate some time, but how, how long are they typically running? Each of the episodes is roughly between 20, 25 minutes, maybe 40, 45 minutes depending on how far we go into the details. You know, it's we, we Brandon and I are always trying to shoot for uh, shorter videos, and sometimes we accomplish that, but then sometimes we don't, just because it does get into a lot of detail. Um, understanding this, it's very hard to describe some of these processes and the different government levels, who is taxing you, who makes decisions. A lot of people don't quite understand who determines that mill levy, which is ultimately which, what drives the dollar amount. And so even though we, we aim for the shorter videos, they end up being in that 20 to 40 minutes. And then when we look back, it's really difficult to be able to say there's parts that shouldn't be included because there's so much meat to this subject. I don't know, Brandon, what's your thoughts on that? Oh, definitely. You know, um, you can see the clips on Twitter, Facebook, and some other media platforms where we kind of clip some of that pertinent information to make it a little bit more digestible. Uh, all the videos on YouTube have chapters, so if there's something specific you're interested in, you can kind of click in and see it. Uh, you know, these videos will be up for months, for years, hopefully, and they're a great resource for people in the community, and we're not done yet. And again, that's at freestatecolorado.com. That's freestatecolorado.com. And Brandon Wark is on the line. He is the founder of that. And then Natalie Minton is on the line as well. And she has been really trying to protect your pocketbook uh, for many, many years by informing people. And uh, we're going to be having an election here soon. And we'll be talking about Prop HH, how all that uh, works into all this as well. We get to do the show because we have a lot of great sponsors. Wanted to mention the Center for American Values, located in Pueblo, Colorado, on the beautiful Riverwalk, and uh, a couple of different focuses. One is to to educate our next generation about uh, honor, integrity, and patriotism, and love the work that they're doing on that with um, public school educators, homeschool educators, and they're really ramping up the online component of that as well. And then the other is the Medal of Honor, um, the Portraits of Valor. And the center was founded, co-founded by Drew Dix, who is a Medal of Honor recipient for actions he took uh, during the Vietnam War, and Brad Padula. Uh, who is a Emmy Award um, nominee? Uh, I think he's a winner, uh, also of docu- um, great documentaries, and uh, the work that they're doing there to honor our Medal of Honor recipients with the Portraits of Valor, and also to educate our children regarding honor, integrity, and patriotism is such great work. So go to AmericanValueCenter.org. That's AmericanValueCenter.org. And uh, appreciate all my sponsors like John Lennon with Johnny Stubbs uh, Heating and Air Conditioning Services. It's Colorado. We want warm homes in the winter and cool, comfortable homes in the summer. Johnny Stubbs Services is the heating and air conditioning company to call to ensure that your heating and cooling systems run efficiently and last for years. Johnny Stubbs Services' team of experts provide proper guidance to help you make informed decisions about your heating and cooling needs. 
Kim Munson highly recommends Johnny Stubb Services. Schedule your air conditioning check before summer arrives at johnnystubbservices.com and receive a great gift. That's johnnystubbservices.com. No matter how you define it, inflation is out of control. Increasing prices at the gas pump and grocery stores are hurting everyday people. All these challenges we face are preventable. Individuals must understand what is going on and who is responsible. That is why Kim Munson is bringing truth and clarity to the issues facing our families, our communities, our state, and our country. Now more than ever, it's important to support Kim's independent voice. She has the courage to research and inform you about the real issues. It's not easy, and Kim could use your help. Go to KimMunson.com to contribute. Again, help Kim by contributing at KimMunson.com. That's M-O-N-S-O-N dot com. Knowledge is power. A reverse mortgage can be an important financial tool for individuals 62 and older. It is essential to understand the process so that all your questions are answered. With nearly 20 years in the mortgage industry, Lauren Levy with Polygon Financial Group has the experience to answer your questions. Lauren understands that each financial transaction is personal. If you'd like to explore your options on a reverse mortgage, remodel your home, buy a rental property, or move, call Lauren Levy at 303-880-8881. Kim Munson highly recommends Lauren Levy for all your mortgage needs. Call Lauren at 303-880-8881. And welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. Be sure and check out our website. That is Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Sign up for a weekly email newsletter. You can email me at Kim at KimMunson.com as well. Thank you to all of you who support us. We are an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you should not have to force people to do it. Text line is 720-605-0647. And we could not have planned this any better. Uh, one of our listeners, my fellow uh, Colorado Union of Taxpayer Board member Steve Dorman said, content rich with Natalie and Brandon. Can we get definitions of valuations, assessments, and mill levies? Natalie, I think you can do that. Yes? Yes. So the important thing to remember is with property taxes, we're really paying those to the local governments. We don't pay a state property tax. So the state still has, though, a part of this the formula under their control that's the assessment rate the assessment rate is state set at the state legislature so this basically boils down to the state legislature didn't have to put proposition hh which we haven't talked about much here right now on the ballot they could have taken care of a property ta- property tax relief at the capitol and they declined to do it Um, just with a simple legislative bill itself. Instead, they decided to couple it together, lowering assessment rates, but you give up your Tabor refunds to get that. That is completely irresponsible on their part to have done that, and they waited till the last week of the session to do that. So that's the assessment rate. Then we've got the valuation process. That is through the county assessor. We have got the county assessor um, who will go out and send notices to the property owners in May every other year and send out those valuations, notice evaluations, 
to property owners. Property owners have the right to appeal or protest that valuation. Then there's a process if you want to, they'll come back with and say, well, we agree with you, it should be lowered, or we don't. The citizens then have a legal process to go through to try and adjust that valuation further. There's two steps beyond the assessor. Then we've got the mill levy component. That itself is the amount per thousand dollars that a local government is assessing on properties. So whether it's a city or a special district or the county, um, the school districts also have a role in this. They are the ones that have the ability and are in control of setting that mill. But we, the citizens, have the ability to pressure them and lower the mills. And that's really where we're kind of driving with this series is where the citizens can be empowered and get involved with the process. Once they understand, it's not all up to just one government office. We're dealing with about really three different levels there. Um, So I hope that summarizes those three areas, but we go definitely into more detail at freestatecolorado.com with the video series on what's, what, what is the rest of the information that goes with what I just described. So Brandon, I recommend that people go to Free State Colorado to watch this video, but can you give us the 30,000 foot view on what, how can people get the, their property taxes and, and just who we're paying property taxes to, and then, uh, how to reach each of those entities. So the the 30,000 foot views, but uh, all the details are in the videos at Free State Colorado. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, there's thousands of local governments across the state, you know, dozens that you probably pay property taxes to. There's a video walkthrough that Natalie and I did that really show um, the process to look it up to look up your property taxes, see all these local governments you're paying to. Most people have no idea who these special districts are that um, that you are paying to, you know. And so figuring those out, learning who they are, and then being able to apply pressure to them to get involved at that local level. You know, these special elections are happening uh, more frequently than people think, and to be able to get involved and run for one of these local metropolitan districts or get on the boards or at least pay attention to what they're doing and make your voice heard can have an extreme impact. Uh, For Jefferson County, for example, where I was born and raised, has 231 local governments. So that's everybody from, you know, the city of Arvada to the Applewood Sanitation District to um, Big Sky Metropolitan Districts 1 through 7. I mean, there's all these little obscure governments that each get a piece of the pie. So being able to recognize where this money is going and then being able to use your voice to have some influence and say, you know, hey, maybe this isn't the best use of my tax money that I work so hard for. So many Colorado families are working hard to make ends meet these days, and we have all these little governments and, of course, the state legislature, the biggest government in out there, trying to take this money away from our families. So, you know, being empowered with this knowledge, as Natalie was saying, is the first step to actually being able to do something about it. Well, and to that point, just in our community this last May, there were two elections for special districts. One was the Park Meadows Metropolitan District, which is supposed to be the road district around Park Meadows. And uh, interestingly enough, it it has a budget. I had written that down, but I don't see where I'm finding that. 
let's see. Estimated spending will be $3 million uh, this upcoming year. But there were two things. There were uh, elections for board directors, but there was also an, uh, an extension. It was a Tabor question to extend our taxes. And it passed, which is uh, pretty amazing. And it passed 643 to 239. But a lot of people didn't even know that that was the case. Brandon, this other one, I, I think this is going to, you'll find this super interesting. Another one was South Suburban Parks and Recreation. And if you t- are on County Line Road driving west from uh, Quebec in between Holly, there is a beautiful new South Suburban facility. It is gorgeous. And I look at it and say, I'm paying way too much in taxes because uh, this initially was just supposed to be a a park and trail district. Uh, And uh, so with that, there was an election for the board this last May. And you'll find this so interesting. There's um, it has a budget of almost ninety eight million dollars. There's one hundred and fifty one thousand residents and the top vote getter for the board received 949 votes. So these people will be making decisions regarding $98 million in our taxes, and a lot of people didn't even know that there was an election, Brandon. Yeah, there's many of these governments out there, and it's one of the best opportunities for people to get involved. So many times, you know, people can be discouraged not being able to have an influence or have a voice heard in politics, but people would be surprised at this, as just what you said, these local governments and the amazing amount of money and power that they have in your local community and your ability to influence them is, is massive compared to trying to influence something going on in Washington, D.C. So once you watch the video that Natalie and Brandon put together regarding your mill levy or how to look all your property taxes up, then I would recommend choose one of those entities and get to know those board members and become involved in that. So uh, let's see. Next question. I think, Natalie, mill levies and overrides. Explain that a little bit more. Uh, the mill levies, that's where I'm going to go, especially with the mill levies. Mill levies are very, very important. And right now, at this point in the year, we're at the end of July. This is where the citizens can be making a difference with those mill levies. Each year, the government will set, the elected body will set the mill levy. It needs to be completely finished, filed with the other government, government filing with the government, by December 15th. Right now at this point in time, though, end of July, all of these governments are looking at their well, it depends on their fiscal year, but let's just say a majority of them are looking at their budget. They're getting ready, the staff coming forward saying, here's what we spent last year, we're going to increase by this, blah, blah, blah. And part of that process is making an um, estimate of what revenues they'll bring in from property taxes. That mill levy then is set based upon what they want to bring in in the next year. But when we have these double-digit increases, we're talking roughly 25 to 50% increase in the assessment, the property values, that mill levy can be reduced. And putting the pressure on the government starting about now, getting that's why we're training people on here's how you find this, how, how do you find this, 
getting involved with that local government saying, okay, you're setting the budget now and you're basing it on what? The current mill or are you going to reduce it? Because you've got a huge double digit bonus coming the way of the government. Problem is citizens cannot afford this. We are going to start to see pressure where people are selling property simply because they can't afford a property tax bill. That's ridiculous. So getting involved with that local government and saying, hey, you're looking at the budget you're forming. Here's the mill levy component. We, the citizens, cannot afford to let the government have a 50% increase in in, in, in revenue because our, our incomes haven't gone up that much. So that's where you have the control um, or the opportunity is a better word opportunity to put that pressure on that local government say you're looking at the budget you're estimating and are going to approve a mill and we want you to lower the mill we want you to cap this you part of your job as an elected representative is to protect citizens from excessive taxation and that's making an assumption they don't have the tabor cap or the annual levy law cap um, because far too many voters unknowingly gave away their protections because of vague language Mm -hmm. in a ballot issue. And it was purposeful. It was very purposeful. Um, So that's the mill levy. The overrides gets a little more complicated. It's generally going to be, it's a lot of times tied to the school district and allowing the school district to keep money above what is a set rate. And people have, waved away those rights in the past thinking, oh, it's a little here, it's a little there. Well, that's what composes that $3,000 or $5,000 property tax bill. It's all of these governments combined. So each of these governments needs to recognize, the elected officials really, recognize that they have the power to adjust the mill and they should be doing it. And they should be having the conversation starting now so that when the certification date comes in, November or the, the vote in, in November for the local government saying we're going to set the mill at this. Um, and I mean, when I say vote, the elected officials vote on it. They don't put it out to the citizens to vote on. There's some elected officials that probably don't even recognize that they can lower the mill. It takes the citizens like us going to them and saying, hey, you're going to be voting on this. And I expect you to be able to be looking out for my pocketbook. Well, and a couple of things, Natalie. I am working on reclaiming the narrative, and one of the things is I no longer am calling these people elected officials. They are elected representatives, and when and uh, I want to remind that uh, remind them of that all the time. They are our representatives, and uh, so I'm using that word, elected representatives. Uh, Brandon, anything else you'd like to weigh in on mill levies and overrides? I mean, I think the biggest thing is that, you know, people need to know that you as a citizen have it in your power to push for lower property taxes at that local level. You know, this is we do have some local elections coming up this November, different city council races. This needs to be part of the conversation. You need to be talking to anybody who's running for office, anybody who comes to your door asking for your vote. You need to be telling them, hey, I expect you to lower property taxes. Do everything in your power to lower this mill levy. Do not allow these overrides. 
and provide relief so we can stay in our homes. Absolutely. I'm so concerned that we're going to be taxing people out of their homes. I'm talking with Natalie Minton and Brandon Wark. Brandon is the founder of Free State Colorado. Uh, Natalie is uh, a director at the Tabor Foundation, the Colorado's Taxpayers Bill of Rights uh, Foundation. And we're talking about property taxes because I am so concerned that people are going to be taxed out of their homes, particularly with these new assessments, uh, valuations that we have seen. And um, we do the show because of a lot of great sponsors, but I did want to mention two uh, the two nonprofits that I love focusing on, and that is the Center for American Values. Uh, they are located in Pueblo, Colorado. Uh, you can get more information at AmericanValueCenter.org. That's AmericanValueCenter.org. And love the the quote book that they have regarding our Medal of Honor recipients, as well as their Portraits of Valor, and then over here on the educational side, um, uh, putting together resources so that we can teach our children honor, integrity, and patriotism. And then the USMC Memorial Foundation, I got to know Paula Sarles, who is the president, uh, by uh, through Cooper's Troopers. And she is so dedicated to raising the money, she and her team, uh, to, for the remodel of the, the Marine Memorial out at Six and Colfax. I'll be out there tomorrow. Uh, and uh, she is just so focused on that. You can help them by going to USMCMemorialFoundation.org. And then also just wanted to mention uh, my chiropractor, and that is Dr. Craig Stimson. Pain can be exhausting and frustrating, and Kim was recently experiencing hip pain from life's wear and tear. Dr. Craig Stimson with Advantage Wellness Center was able to help. For over 35 years, Dr. Craig Stimson has been helping individuals and their entire families with non-surgical and drugless treatments to address sports injuries, back and neck pain, headaches, joint pain, and auto accident injuries. Call Dr. Craig at 303-691-1771 today for your appointment. Dr. Craig Stimson, he can help you too. That number is 303-691-1771. All of Kim's sponsors are an inclusive partnership with Kim and are not affiliated with or in partnership with KLZ or Crawford Broadcasting. If you would like to support the work of the Kim Munson Show and grow your business, contact Kim at her website, KimMunson.com. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N dot com. Franktown Firearms staff and customers alike are concerned with your safety and ability to shoot well, and that comes from the sense of community that they foster at their shop. The staff doesn't work on commissions from sales, so there won't be any pressure to buy what you don't need. They host events like Ladies' Night every first Friday and a Tactical Fun Night every third Friday because they value their community and they understand that selling the most expensive product doesn't help you learn to shoot. Your money goes further at Franktown because they'd rather you to be self-sufficient with what you already own and be proficient in using it. If you're looking for a range and shop that can take you to the next level in your self-defense training, learn how to shoot in realistic scenarios from instructors who have been there, done that. Then look no further than Franktown Firearms. Go to klzradio.com slash franktown. Franktown Firearms, where friends are made. And welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. Be sure and check out our website. That is Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Sign up for our weekly email newsletter. Uh, and you will get first look at our upcoming guests as well as our most recent essays. Thank you to all of you who support us. We're an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. Something's a good idea. You should not have to force people to do it. Natalie Minton, in our newsletter this last week, I uh, had included your beautiful uh, portrait as uh, one of the featured guests on Thursday. And I know where you had that portrait taken, Natalie Minton. 
Yes, they make magic happen, don't they? <laughs> that they do, and that is Jansen Photography. Uh, I uh, Glenn Jansen does do magic, and uh, we just um, have finished our sales brochure. And Jansen Photography did all of those photos. Uh, but again, the the photo that that uh, you have is just fantastic, Natalie. That's also that's also thanks to Mary Jansen. Um, so I, I when I got that photo, I was like, oh my gosh, they just it, it's total magic. I mean, there's no way that really actually looks like what I do look. I mean, it was beautifully done. <laughs> So, yeah. Beautifully done, and uh, they do uh, family portraits, senior portraits, portraits of children, which are such a treasure. And then, of course, this this important portrait that you need for your business or political uh, career. And again, that's jansenphotography.com, jansenphotography.com. Okay, uh, on the line is Natalie Menton. Uh, she is a board director at the Tabor Foundation and Brandon Wark, uh, who is the founder of Free State Colorado. And one of our listeners said, will we have your link on the website? We'll have it in the show summary, but it's pretty easy, Brandon. What is that website? FreeStateColorado.com. You can find it on uh, Twitter, Telegram, and Facebook as well. Okay, very good. Next question, and again, I think I'll send this over to Natalie first. Uh, counties um, that still have Tabor, Jefferson County is one of them. And then there's also this 5.5% annual levy cap protection. And I, uh, a few months ago, we were talking about property taxes, and one of our listeners brought this to my attention. But it's complicated, so explain that, Natalie. Sure. Um, a lot of people think about uh, the main taxpayer protection in Colorado is our Taxpayers' Bill of Rights, or acronym TABOR. But for properties uh, taxes, there's also the 5.5% annual levy law, meaning over the prior, the, so for a revenue cycle, if it increases more than 5.5% over the prior cycle, this protection is in place. Um, it's in the Colorado Revised Statutes, and if anybody just searches annual Colorado Annual Levy Law, they'll get to the main hit on any search engine would link you to the Department of Local Affairs. That's the division of Colorado government that uh, deals with all of these, as Brandon described, thousands of local governments. This is a very good protection, ensuring that uh, that 5.5% cap is in place. Now, it's not to a single property. It is at a county level. If the county and their child organizations, child organizations be like library district, special districts, all of those other governments you see on the property taxes, um, each of those governments... Um, would likely fall under the 5.5 cap. It gets in a little bit weeds there, but then there's an adjustment across that whole government. So again, it's not property by property, but it's across that base of properties within the jurisdiction. Um, it's been in Colorado Revised Statutes for a very long time, since 1913. And unfortunately, there are governments where we still have Tabor, and the 5.5% protection in place. It's one of the video series, and people can go to that. And Actually, they'll, we'll, we demonstrate in the video, how do you look it up? How do you tell whether this little metropolitan district or this 
fire district or whichever it may be, do they still have that protection for the 5-5? The TABOR protection gets a little bit harder to look it up. The sources are maybe not quite as reliable. Unfortunately, there's not a warehouse where you can go and see both of these at the same time um, and know with 100% certainty that it's correct. Um, those protections are so important. And unfortunately, for many, many, many elections, voters gave away their rights because of really deceitful, sly um, language on a ballot, which is what we're going to also see in this November with Prop HH, gave away their protection. And it was simply because the ballot question read, shall the government be able to retain all money for ever or for a certain period of time, not withstanding TABOR or any other law? But when they said any other law, Ooh. they were waving away their 5.5% property tax uh, protection. That is so disingenuous. And it is. It just, it, it's infuriating. It's infuriating. Um, it, and that's why we're trying to do this series, to explain to people. And But the good news, there's good news. People can put pressure on their local government. They can go run for office. They can go get on the metropolitan district that has an enormous mill levy, and they can make changes. They can make a difference. Like you said, Kim, you had a special district election, and there was minimal participation in electing a person who's supposed to be a representative and be able to to lower that cap. I've watched it on governments where staff members just come in, hand documents to the elected representative, Say, this is the way it is. Please stamp it. Let's get it passed. Move on. But citizens, if they speak up, can be making a difference and saying, why are you approving that? Why are you not questioning it? And we just see too many, especially newly elected representatives who really don't understand the system as best as they could. Well, and that's we why civic knowledge. Yeah, that's why civic knowledge is so important. Natalie and Brandon, we're going to have to have you back. The uh, text line is uh, very active. I, I and um, just a couple of things. It says when you have us t- furiously taking notes between six and eight a.m., you can pat yourself on the back. You're nailing important issues. Big thanks to Natalie and Brandon. Now we need a movement to get this information out there. Uh, Brandon, we have just about a minute left. But Bill in North Glen had called in and he said we have heard of debrucing. Can we rebruce? So could we put these uh, Colorado taxpayers? Bill of Rights uh, back in place. What's your thoughts, Brandon? Definitely, yes. I mean, luckily there are still some counties, there's at least 13 counties in Colorado that still have their TABOR protections, and it is possible to restore those. Uh, as Natalie said, it's been very deceitful language over the se- over several years. This has been um, many years in the making, this crisis that we're facing now, where the government is doing everything in its power to eliminate the TABOR protections. Just to give, some, give you an example of how valuable TABOR is, in Jefferson County in 2022, over $17 million was refunded to the county taxpayers through TABOR. And in 2023, it's projected to be $25 million in excess revenue to be refunded from 2023 over collected. So this is millions and millions of dollars that is going back into the community. That's why the politicians hate it, but that's why taxpayers love it. 
Well, again, and that's Colorado's Taxpayers Bill of Rights. Natalie Minton is a board director. Brandon Wark, uh, Natalie and Brandon have done these videos. Inform yourself. Go to Free State Colorado, and you can inform yourself. Natalie, uh, just a quick question. Prop HH uh, needs to be defeated because it will take away money out of our pocket. Uh, Do you have an estimate how much that might be over the years? We're talking billions of dollars, and there really is no sunset on what these legislators, this, it's really, I don't know what other word to use, this crap deal. <laughs> um, it, it's going to take billions of dollars, potentially eliminate paper refunds, and they're doing it when they promised, Polis, in that group, they promised meaningful property tax reform. Thank you, Natalie. So that's Natalie Minton, Brandon Wark. Find those videos at Free State Colorado. Uh, Benjamin Franklin said this, when people find that they can vote themselves money, that will, will herald the end of the republic. My friends, today be grateful. Read great books, think good thoughts, listen to beautiful music, communicate and listen well, live honestly and authentically, strive for high ideals, and like Superman, stand for truth, justice, and the American way. My friends, you are not alone. God bless you, and God bless America. Those are the speaker, commentators, hosts, their guests, and callers. They are not necessarily the views and opinions of Crawford Broadcasting or KLZ Management, employees, associates, or advertisers. KLZ 560 is a Crawford Broadcasting God and Country station.